G'day, it's yes, Luke here with Fakir and Country, and you're listening to the Christian Music Guys podcast. On today's episode, we sit down with Luke Smallbone from For King and Country. For King and Country is currently on their Christmas tour, which you can find more information about at forkingandcountry.com. Welcome back to the Christian Music Guys podcast, a podcast for Christian music fans by Christian music fans. Tis the season, brothers. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Okay, so when you all were younger, I mean, I know now we work and, you know, we're able to, it's a little easier for us to save money for Christmas presents for our loved ones. Do you guys ever remember, like, shoveling driveways or doing stuff to, like, save money for Christmas presents? Did you ever do anything? Well, there was a lot of competition because there was five of us in the house. (laughs) So, um can't recall well i remember doing quite a few things um i don't know random stuff here and there but i mean honestly you could only ever raise you know four or five dollars when you're seven or eight years old or whatever and you go to the dollar tree and you get everybody like you know a thimble or you get your mom like a um i don't know like a fork I i don't remember i remember doing stuff like that um but check this out uh, so, so in northern Germany, uh, there was a kid who wanted to raise money to buy Christmas presents for his family. And so he decided to take advantage of the fact that where he's from, uh, they, they tend to get a lot of snow. And so I'll just kind of read uh, what happened. So the seven-year-old was stopped by police in northern Germany while plowing snow on a front loader that he had borrowed from his parents' business. So he's a seven-year-old, and he was driving an 11-and-a-half-foot-tall excavator. He had cleared the entire street town of Rhinefield, and he was already on his way back to the parking lot. That's when the cops noticed that a seven-year-old boy was actually the one who was driving the excavator. It says the child noticed the police car behind him, and he stopped and pulled over immediately. Oh my wow. <laughs> he opened the door. It gets better. Wait. He opened the door. He got out, and he admitted that he did not have a driving license. Like, no surprise. He's seven years old. <laughs> of course he did. Like, like, that's breaking news. He admitted he did not have a driver's license. And it says when he had, when he had asked about, you know, plowing and all that stuff, um, that he had mentioned that his father had complained about the w- roads not being cleared, and he decided that he would just go ahead and do it because he's trying to save up money for Christmas, and he figured that if he plowed all the roads, someone would pay him. <laughs> so um, an enterprising seven-year-old, I'll Ambitious. say that. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of where the story ends. But, my goodness, um, He took matters into his own hands. And I just, I'm impressed that a seven-year-old was able, because it says that he didn't get pulled over until after he had driven the almost 12-foot excavator and cleared the street roads of the town of Rhinefield. Impressive. He deserves Christmas money. Did he get paid? You know, it does not say. I sure hope he did. I sure hope he did. I, I hope they gave him something. I don't know. I mean... I don't understand it because, I mean, remember the movie Snow Day? They were trying to get rid of the snowplow man 
because yeah. they didn't want school. So this kid was like, I want to go to school. <laughs> well, he's seven years. He's seven. Yeah. You're in school when you're seven. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I hope so. <laughs> it's been a while. I, I forgot. Yeah. And I, I, my mom, mom's not there yet. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just wondered if he's uh, going to start his own. um plowing service now that he's had them some experience you know i mean honestly i'd like to be i'd like to be on his team if we, we, he was like building a snowman or something if he knows how to operate a 12-foot excavator come on so like jesse uh said earlier we recently sat down with luke from for king and country they are in the drummer boy christmas tour currently and actually, uh, we'll be headed that way in Indianapolis very soon, uh, like within a week or so, uh, December 15th. So go to forkingcountry.com, get your tickets to that show. So check out this interview. All right, we have Luke with For King and Country. Luke, thank you so much for taking the time and chatting with us, and Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you all as well. Thanks for, uh, hey, I should be the one thanking you guys. It's your show, so thanks for having me on. <laughs> Now, do you have your Christmas tree up already, or are you, or do you wait? No, you know when they start selling the Christmas trees, that's when we buy the Christmas trees, right? And we do real Christmas trees, so uh, gotcha. usually it's uh, it's Thursday. You know, it's going to be Thanksgiving or it's going to be Black Friday before that takes place. So, yeah, that's or what uh, that's what we're doing. Purist. Yeah, I'm a purist. Yeah, can't stop. You know, I, I may, my house may burn down, but I'm a purist. <laughs> so. Uh, you and your brother Joel have the big uh, drummer boy Christmas tour coming up, and uh, yeah, uh, the Christian music guys. We will be at your Indianapolis show, uh, doing some media and stuff. So tell us uh, what can um, your fans, the fans for for King and Country, expect on this tour, and just to give us a tell us about it. Yeah, well, the Christmas tour is now, I think our favorite tour that we uh, get to do. Uh, you know, you, when you have. Um, Christmas shows, you know, you've got you've got some of the greatest songs ever written. That the entire world, everybody has come to these show, they know the songs, and it's also celebrating the birth of Jesus. Uh, it's kind of a mixture that I think is is the best mixture uh, possible, if that makes sense. And so for us, yes, you're gonna bring, we're gonna play the songs that you know maybe people know us by, but uh, it's it's about celebrating uh, Christmas together. And, you know, I think for, for a lot of people, you know, a lot of the church pageants that used to be when we were growing up, they don't do them quite as much anymore. And so in some cases, we've become like the local Christmas pageant, you know? Yeah. People come and they're taking pictures and they're making making it a, a Christmas memory. And so uh, that's, a, that's a real uh, a treat for us that people would, would, would entrust us with those memories. Yeah. So you guys, will you guys be doing um, like the Grinch song or uh, besides your, you know, your classic for King Country Christmas songs, uh, will you guys be doing anything fun like that? Or? No, we're probably a little bit too reverent for that. Uh, <laughs> you know, we'd probably stick to more of the classic uh, Christmas songs. I, did, I didn't want to do any like Rudolph. Like, I'm not that silly, <laughs> you know, so I'm probably too serious for that. So, yeah, we, we I'd m- probably much prefer the kind of more... Um, Pure, I guess you could say, uh, Christmas songs. Nothing wrong with those other ones. It's just not what I grew up loving. I grew up loving, you know, Joy of the World. You know, Come On, Come Emmanuel and uh, Silent Night, songs like that. And so those are those are the ones. We'll, we'll still try and, you know, obviously always bring the the, the, the key and country flair to those songs. But, uh, yeah, that's the, that's the hope and the intent. 
Yeah, Jacob, a guy that uses a real Christmas tree does not sing the Grinch. Jacob, that's right. Yeah, I don't, I don't care, don't care for the Grinch. I like the movies, uh, but uh, don't care for the songs. You know, I'm kidding. Yeah, I know. Hey, Luke. So we, um, we're, our podcast is a kind of a by fans uh, for Christian music fans. And so we have a couple of fan questions for you yeah. uh, that we'd like for you to answer. Yeah. Uh, the first one, I actually have someone here with me that'd like to ask you a question. A huge freaking country fan. Yeah. Hi. What's up, man? How you doing? Good, you? I'm good, buddy. I'm good. What What question can I answer for you? Um. So my favorite song of yours is um, "For God Is With Us." But yeah. I was wondering, what's your favorite song that you've written? Favorite song that we've written, you know, that one's a difficult one because uh, it feels like it kind of uh, always changes depending on, you know, your your most recent album or, or you know, in some cases what people like to self-enjoy. But when it comes to Christmas, uh, there's a, a an original Christmas song on the, the album called uh, Heavenly Hosts, and uh, that is probably my favorite song on, uh, on the record. It, it, you know, there's something about the feeling uh, of that uh, song, which is basically just talking about that what it must have been like for those angels to come uh, to those shepherds uh, that night. Uh, that's probably my that's probably my favorite song off of the Christmas album. Nice, thank you. No worries, buddy. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, well, Luke, I have another one. This one's yeah. from Kimberly, yeah. and Kimberly wants to know where the inspiration of your song "Joy" came from. She says it's her favorite song of all time, and it rings true to her. And she'd love to know a little bit of the story behind that song. Yeah, well, "Joy" actually came through uh, a season where um, we were uh, we were out in LA. We were writing a song, and uh, we uh, the, the 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 beginning lyric actually of that verse is "Lately, I've been reeling." watching the nightly news, can't seem to find the rhythm, uh, just want to sing the blues. And uh, that really comes from, we were all just talking about how when you scroll on the internet, you scroll on Instagram, you, you actually find yourself being very, very sad. You're not, you're not living, I don't think you're living the way that God intended you to live. You know, living vicariously through other people, it's okay for it to be a social thing, but that's not where joy is found. You know, in some cases, joy is actually also a decision. So for those people who are scrolling that do find themselves feeling sad, sometimes you actually have to go, I got to put the, I got to put the phone down to make a decision to choose joy. And so for us, uh, there's a lot going on in the world. There's a lot, you know, kind of vying for our attention, but sometimes you have to remove some of those things for us to make that intentional decision uh, to choose joy. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's powerful. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, so now we have uh, what we'd like to do is kind of a Christmas uh, favorite things. So we're going to ask you kind of yeah. uh, name a category, a Christmas yep. category. And if you would just let us know what your favorite thing in that Christmas category is. Absolutely. Good? I got you. Awesome. What is your favorite Christmas song of all time? I mean, it feels like it would be, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, wrong if it wasn't the the little drummer boy. Uh, and uh, I will say this: I, 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 when we actually made a decision to record that song, I had never really read the lyrics. And what I actually felt particularly that moved me uh, was the fact that this was a little kid who can play drums, but he can't really do much else. And his only gifting is is that he can play a little bit of drums. Now he was a, he was a young boy, uh, but for me. Uh, I was a, I was a little bit like that young boy. I grew up playing drums, right? And so when I sing the song, I think I felt like though I'm not as small anymore, I'm quite large at six foot four or five. Uh, Luke, do you have a favorite Christmas movie? 
Favorite Christmas movie? I would say uh, probably It's a Wonderful Life and, oh, yeah. and Elf. They're on the total opposite sides of the coin. But, uh, you know, It's a Wonderful Life is one of the great movies ever created. And yeah. Elf, is just, uh, Elf is just silly. And, uh, and you know, when you watch it with your kids, uh, it, you know, it provides a lot of laughs. So for that, I, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, I think you need a little bit of both, right? Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite Christmas memory? Favorite Christmas memory? Well, one of the things that we love to do, uh, well, favorite Christmas memory, uh, once again, it probably surrounds around drums. I'm, I'm not that much of a musician freak, but apparently I am today. But uh, I actually, for, for a Christmas, uh, Santa uh, gave me a drum set one year. And uh, we have a tradition in Australia uh, to go and get uh, these uh, pillowcases. And Santa comes in the middle of the night and fills up the pillowcases with presents. Well, this particular year, I felt like I'd been pretty good. And uh, I wake up at like 6.30 in the morning, and inside my pillowcase is seemingly nothing. I was like, it's empty. And I was like, oh, man, Santa must have forgot me. So anyway, I go back to sleep, and uh, I wake up a little while later. And once again, that it's still uh, empty. And so I, I, I was like, well, it's got to be something in there. So I shook it, shook the bag, the pillowcase, and out fell two drumsticks. And at that point, I realized I'd been such a good boy that they couldn't actually fit the drums inside the pillowcase. And so I ran upstairs, and there was this beautiful... Uh, stage custom Yamaha red drum kit, and uh, that was a, you know, that was a, that was a gift that I'll never forget. That's for sure. That's awesome. Now, is that now in Australia they do pillowcases? Is that instead of stockings like we do in the U.S.? Yeah, we still did stockings as well. It was just something that we did in our family. I don't really know why. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. So, are you are you more of a Clark Griswold kind of guy when it comes to Christmas decorations, or you just do some lights and Christmas trees? Probably trying to be as as um, classic as possible, if I can. Okay. If I had someone that was willing to get up there and, you know, put their life on the line for Christmas lights, I'd probably just have them, you know, kind of like outlay the, the house with just with those like you know C nine bulbs, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that would uh, that would be good for me. I, I don't want, I, you know, I don't. I, I think my our live show is as, as stroby and enough lights as it is. I don't think I need it on my house. <laughs> Doesn't translate over. Uh, do you have a favorite Bible verse, Luke? My favorite Bible verse uh, is uh, is in Psalms, and it just simply says that some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. And some people are like, why is that your favorite Bible verse? Because obviously Scripture is filled with amazing ones, right? But it's kind of always been my favorite because I remember reading it when I was probably 12 or 13, and I remember thinking to myself, and maybe it was a devotional that kind of illustrated this, but I remember thinking to myself that, those, those some trust in chariots and some trust in horses, if you were to translate that to, to modern day, it would be some people trust in their buildings, some people trust in their careers, some people trust in that, that health report, uh, and, and, you know, whatever it may be. Some people trust in the military, some people trust in politics, whatever it might be. But no, I'm, I'm going to be someone who trusts in God. And, and, and for the most part, if you were to run uh, your life through that verse, you're going to make wise decisions. Am I actually putting my faith in Jesus? Or am I not? And I think that's part of the reason why it's one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, that's powerful. Yeah, you know, it's funny. This is a little off topic, but kind of on topic. We we were talking with Leland uh, a few weeks ago, and we were talking about um, how much better Bible verses sound when they're read by somebody with an Australian accent. Okay, <laughs> I, I tell you, you could have said any Bible verse then, and we would have agreed with you. Oh, I love like, that. Well, thank absolutely. you. 
Thank you so much. Think, do you now? Do you have a decent American accent? Like, are you able? Well, to, to, I can get real. That? I can get real country. Uh, I'm not real good at just like a subtle uh, American accent. But but when it comes <laughs> to like the deep South accent, I'm pretty good at the deep sure. South accent. You've been in Tennessee long enough, bro. I've been there long enough, indeed. <laughs> That's awesome. So, Luke, uh, to wrap up, I'd like we'd like to see if you'd be willing to to share something that God has been doing in your life recently that would help to build our listeners' faith. Yeah, I mean, look, there's there's always so much, right? But uh, one of the things that that our pastor actually just spoke on this past weekend that uh, I got to be honest, really convicted me, and uh, that was it was just talking about the power of prayer. And she made a comment about uh, how she'd have all these people, you know, call her up uh, or direct message her on Instagram and say, will you pray for me every single morning at this time for this amount of time? And she was like, no, 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 that's what you should be doing. Because the, the, the where the power is, is actually in prayer. And I think for me, you know, they say, uh, Martin Luther said this, as I got a couple stories for you. Martin Luther said that, uh, he, he has, there's a famous quote that said, hey, I've got a really busy day today, so I must, I must get up earlier and must pray longer. And I think in American uh, Western society, we are not a praying nation. We're not, a, we're not really a praying people. The first thing to go in our busy lives is, is prayer. But that's actually, we don't need to be acquaintances with Jesus. If someone comes up to you who's a new acquaintance and they say, hey, I need $5,000, you're like, man, uh, I barely know you. No. But if a friend comes to you and says, hey, I've got this situation, uh, as you've probably heard about, because I've been telling you about it over the last however long, uh, and I need $5,000, you're probably going to go start that go- GoFundMe. You know, you're probably going to go figure out, a, you know, where you're going you're gonna to apply that money yourself. And I think that's a little bit of how our, our, lo- our relationship with Jesus works is uh, when you're friends, there's an exchange. When you're an acquaintance, you're just, you're, you're, you're not, there's no intimacy in that. And I think that we're living in a society where we are, uh, we're acquaintances with Jesus. We're not friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Hey, thank you so much, Luke, for, for taking the time to be with us today. Uh, we want to encourage all of our listeners to go check them out on the Christmas tour. Uh, we'll see you there in Indianapolis. Go to forkingcountry.com. Is that right? That's right. That's That'll do it. That'll do it. Awesome. Information on that. And Luke, Merry Christmas, and thanks again for being with us today. Hey, Merry Christmas, guys. Thanks for the time. Well, thanks for listening, and thanks, Luke, for taking the time with us. Check us out on all social media platforms at Christian Music Guys. Visit us at christianmusicguys.com to see how you can become a part of our team financially. We appreciate all of our supporters. Thank you all. See you next week.